Hey guys, it's Eva, Ivanovna Lynette, Lynette, whatever the heck you know me as. Welcome back to Is This Thing On? So, oh my gosh, literally, I cannot believe this is already episode three. Like, wow. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening so far because I know I've been annoying on my social media, promoting the heck out of the show, but it truly means a lot to me because I've wanted to start a podcast for a long time and to be able to just impulsively do it without even caring so much as to what people are going to think is just great. And I ha- I'm happy that I have a platform where I could just speak on whatever is going on in my life or whatever it is that I want to talk about or whatever it is you guys want me to talk about. It's just great. So in today's episode, um, I thought we would talk about um, friendships and the importance of having healthy meaningful, thoughtful friendships. Man, I cannot stress how important it is to surround yourself with really good people in your life because the people that are in your life influence you and shape you into the person that you are. And we may not think that our friends have such an influence on us, but they really do. We spend so much more time with our friends than with our actual family at times. And so I think it's so important to really, truly find that group of people that just keep you grounded and humble and allow you to grow and prosper and vice versa. If you are in a friendship that doesn't promote growth, positivity, um, respect, honesty, what are you even doing in it? Like, get out. You do not want to be in a toxic friendship. And I have lots to talk about that. Well, basically... Okay, I'll just talk about my experience in the toxic friendship pool. So in this last, I would say, year and a half, I've lost three friends that I had considered my best friends, Um, each of them for different reasons, but mostly because there was an unhealthy dynamic with all those three people that were in my life. And it just got to a point where I ended up constantly feeling so guilty about what I did that for a long time, I just blamed it all on me. And there's only so much I can do. There's only so much that I can take in a friendship before this person just, you know, decides to, there's only so much I can take. And so, you know, you come to a point where you realize that you, you've either outgrown this person, they're no longer a healthy source of positivity in your life, or you just don't have that much in common anymore. Like it just happens. Like we're growing, we're evolving, we're learning. And I feel especially like, I I know I keep mentioning this, but like, I feel like especially now, like within this age range of 18 to 24, 25, it's just so crucial 
to have really good people around your circle. And just in general, like even if you're still in high school or you're in middle school or you're in college or you're out of college, post-grad, whatever the case may be, it is always good to truly realize what makes you happy in this life. And if the people that are in it are not bringing you joy and encouragement, like that needs to go. And so for a lot of these people that were my friends for such a long time, I really, really cared and loved for them deeply. And it just came to a point where we just did not see eye to eye anymore. And it's really sad when a friendship ends. I feel like a friendship, when a friendship ends, it kind of hurts more than a relationship because at least in a relationship, not to sound pessimistic or anything, right? But you kind of sort of realize sometimes that at some point there could be an end to the relationship. But when you're in a friendship and you've been in a committed friendship for a long time, maybe it's a childhood friend, a friend that you've had for just such a long time that has seen you grow and evolve and you've grown and evolved together. It's kind of just like uh, a little piece of your heart being ripped out. And, you know, it's a little like chapter of your life that's closing And so it was just so hard for me to get over that. And I will admit some of it was my fault that these friendships did not end up working out because of stuff that I was dealing with internally that I projected onto these people. And because of it, we're no longer friends. But at the same time, you know, I think sometimes it all comes back down to pridefulness. And I think pride is the biggest killer in a friendship and just in anything like when we're not willing to admit that we have wronged our friends that we have wronged ourselves that we've made mistakes that we have turned into these versions of ourselves that are just horrible when we're not willing to take accountability for our actions you know I think that's when things get destructive and that's when you know I feel like that's when people start losing friends when you you know forget that you know you're not watching what you say you're not respecting the other person in the way they should be respected you're not valued you know you're no longer looked at as you know a pivotal part of someone's life. You're kind of just like in the background, you know, on the back burner and that's never a good feeling. So I would say that, you know, it's just, again, it's just so important to really ground yourself with good people. And, you know, for, for a little while, because of these friendships, I, I felt really lonely that I was never going to find another group of friends to uphold me, to really, to really keep me grounded and humble and, and full of positivity. And I remember praying that to God, I was like, God, Lord, please like give me a good group of people in my life. Give me a good group of friends because like I just lost a bunch of my best friends and 
it was just really, really hard for me. And I know it seems dramatic, but again, when you just invest so much of your life and your time and your love to all these people, it just, it, it really, really takes a toll on you. So I remember praying that to God and, you know, a few months later, God just, you know, blessed me with all these new people in my life. And I'm, I'm so grateful to God. I really am for all the meaningful friendships that I have now where that point of pain led me to where I am now with my friendships. And I'm just so grateful. And, you know, I haven't known these people for long, but they've literally become like an extension of my family. And I love them so much. I care for them deeply. They're some of the best people in my life. They truly uplift me and they ground me and they encourage me, not just in a friendly manner, but spiritually, psychologically. They, they're they just as a whole, they just encompass all that. And that's, that's what you want in a friendship. You want someone encouraging, uplifting, respectful, someone that's going to keep it real with you and, you know, really keep you accountable and, you know, like really just call you out when you are, you know, getting a little too, you know, rambunctious, you know, just to call you out. Because there's times where I'm going through stuff and I'm not exactly the best person to be around at that time. And, you know, my friends will just tell me, hey, what's up with you? Like, why are you acting this way? Like, what's going on? Like, are you, are you good? Are you, what are you going through? And, you know, it's really nice. And I'm really grateful, again, to God that he gave me such a good group of godly, amazing friends. And, you know, they always say, show me who you're with and I'll show you who you are. It's a saying in Spanish. Dime con quien te juntas y yo te digo con quien eres. And honestly, it's it's honest. It's so truthful. It's so true. Like whoever you surround yourself with is what you're going to embody. And if you're constantly surrounded by, you know, a lot of people that are just pessimistic and negative Nancy's and they're just bringing you down. They're not helping you grow in any way, shape or form. You need to, you need to really do some evaluation, self-evaluation and really think like, is this person contributing anything to my life? Am I contributing anything to this person's life? And if you've answered no to either one of those questions, well, gotta, you gotta hit the road, Jack. Gotta hit the road. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Because, you know, life is just too short and too precious to be surrounded by people that are not going to love you the way you love them back. And that goes for friendships, that goes for relationships, that goes for anything, really. So I just, <laughs> at some point, I'm going to have a lot of my friends come on this episode on this podcast and just come on here and share their thoughts and, and stuff because they're just, all of them are just so great. And 
they're all so different, but our personalities work so well. And, and it's just, it's awesome. It's truly awesome. And I hope they really come on this episode because, <laughs> or in, on a future episode, because they have so much to say. And I feel like each of my friends can offer something valuable to this podcast. And aside from me just rambling on here for like 30 minutes, but yeah, like, Friendships are so, so important. They really, really mold and shape us into the individuals that we are trying to become. Um, and I feel like once you have that group of people in your life, you know, don't ever let them go. Don't ever let them go. I know some people that are still friends with the people that went to high school, and that's great. Unfortunately, that didn't really happen for me. I have like maybe three friends, three to four friends from high school that I still speak to. And they're my friends and I love them dearly. But the rest were just, whoo, man, they were just not good for me. They were not great. And um, I think one of my friends told me this. Her name's Nat. Natalie, you're listening to this. Love you. But she was like, you know, I've realized we've been friends for like seven or eight years. That means we're going to be friends for life. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. Like, if you can surpass the seven-year mark, you're going to be friends for life. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Like, I, I honestly did not know that. And if someone finds a study on that, please send it to me. I would love to read it because, you know, I feel like for a long time, I thought that the longer you were friends with someone, the more meaningful that that felt and the more impactful that they would be in your life. But you know what? Honestly, that's not the case because let me just tell you, one of my dearest and bestest, bestest friends, Randy, I know you listen to this podcast, so I love you. You've been great. But um, I've known Randy for like four or five years, roughly. And we've only really been friends for like a year already. It's coming up on a year. And uh, man, I can't tell you how much Randy and Danny and Colton, Vivian and and Abby and all of the people in my life have shaped me so far. You know, I'm constantly learning and growing from all these people. And, you know, I'm so grateful like to be in a place where I have, you know, Christian friends and they're truly just there for me and not just not just as my friends but like as my brothers and sisters in Christ they're able to like encourage me and really be there for me and you know we can always count each other pray for each other and it's it's so great but yeah Randy Danny Colt Viv Abby Ricky um Everyone truly in my life, you know, that's there. Gabby, you know, everyone. Like, I love you all so much. And, you know, you guys have really, really made an impact in the last year in my life. So I'm so grateful to them. You know, we've already gone through so much. And, you know, we're, we're still going on that ride. And, you know, I think another thing that helped me was that I got more connected to a, I found a Christian community and I think that helps a lot. Like if you are able to 
either through church or school or whatever, if you're able to find a community of people that are just going to keep you motivated and whatnot, I think that helps so much. It helps tremendously. And for me, I found a lot of those people at the BSM, which if you don't know what the BSM is, in Texas, it's it's a, the Baptist Student Ministry. Um, I actually just finished going on a retreat uh, last weekend. Uh, we went up to Spicewood, Texas with the BSM. Um, it was a prayer retreat. It was called Abide. And it was one of the best retreats I've been on in a while. And it was just great. Like, I got to spend a, a day, like two days with some of my closest friends. And we just had so much fun worshiping and, you know, embracing the Lord and just being there for each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. And, you know, it truly makes a difference to get plugged into a community like that again whether it's in church school whatever it is like it makes such a good difference to have those group of people in your life um yeah I don't I don't know what else to say except the retreat was awesome uh my favorite part part from all the worship we did well, I'll talk about it again, but like, so we got there Friday night, Friday afternoon, roughly to Spicewood, this, uh, place called Highland Lakes Camps and Convention Center. It's a great place to be at. The scenery is beautiful. There's a lake, there's hills. It's, it's awesome. I'm an outdoorsy person. So I really love that kind of stuff. And, um, we got there late in the afternoon. We checked in, you know, the BSM band was setting up our, our BSM band got to sing and, and that was phenomenal. They killed it. They did an absolute great job. Um, but my favorite thing from that night was that, so in that retreat, there was like little prayer stations and whatnot. And, but that night, I remember after hearing our band, up on the stage worshiping, I still wanted to go sing some more. I wanted to go worship some more. So um, I was walking with my friend Vivian and Abby, and um, they were going to go do a prayer station. And I remember walking into one of the, the, the rooms where it was at, and I was like, or one of the buildings, I'm sorry, and I went in, I was like, oh, this is real quiet. I want to do some worship. So <laughs> I ended up walking out, leaving them to do their thing. And we went to this little, like, assembly area. And there was this room. And I was like, I kept hearing music. I'm like, I thought worship was done. So I went inside. And there was all these, you know, people in there from all different parts of Texas. And they were just all worshiping and singing acoustic just like a piano and a guitar and it was awesome and I went in there and we started we all started singing and like you know an hour into worshiping I go in and I like join the people that are playing the piano and the guitar and that night oh, it was just so amazing um I really really enjoyed it like I just really felt the spirit 
um, move. And I know everybody has different ways of worshiping, but my main way that I love to worship the Lord is probably um, through singing, through singing and really just using my gift to praise him. And I'm just going to play a little clip from that night because it was so good. The worship went off. I loved every second of it. Let me see if I can find it. It's got to be. It's this one. I'm going to play it for y'all. Just one second. So good. We also did oceans. My voice was a little hoarse in some of those clips because I went off on worship so hard that my voice was starting to like break. My voice was starting to get really coarse and um, I, I went off and I haven't done that in a long time. You know, I was probably not using the best technique when singing. <laughs> Because my voice is starting to be like really hoarse and and like it was literally when I was singing with these people, like I was like, guys, I can't. My voice is like shot. Like it just it's not working anymore. And and somehow God just like, you know, he was like, no, you're going to keep singing. You're going to keep singing. And I did. And you know what? I didn't even care if I had lost my voice the next day because I was like just so ecstatic to worship the Lord. and. It was just so great. Like, and even though I didn't make friends with everybody there because there's so many people at that conference, it was just so powerful how God moves people like that for his glory. And I think in that way, I'm just, again, I'm so grateful for all my godly Christian friends that I have in my life because it's it's really changed me and has really impacted me in a 
in a really meaningful and amazing way. And um, I'm just so grateful to God for them. And, you know, but, you know, th that's just my personal experience with, with all this. Um, if you're not a church person, that's fine. You can find other stuff that motivates you, that moves you, but make sure that those people that you surround yourself with are just gonna really bring out the best version of you and you bring out the best in them because that's, that's what we're made to do. We're made to grow. We're made to love. We're made to learn. And what better way to do that than to have people that are just going to be there for us, you know, and be, keep it real and keep it fresh. And, um, it's just, it's great. Authenticity in a friendship is so important. It's so valuable. So if, if, if I had to do a takeaway from this whole podcast from today, I would say that the main things you want to look for in a healthy, meaningful friendship is you want mutual respect. You want honesty, authenticity, realness. You want someone that's going to motivate you spiritually, psychologically, emotionally. Um, you know, sometimes people just want someone to listen. You don't necessarily have to be their friend sometimes. Um, but just someone that could just sit there and listen. I remember for the longest time, I had the biggest issue with learning how to listen to people. And now... Like, I can safely say that I've gotten pretty good at listening to people. I've even had my friends say, you know, you know, something that I like about you is that you're a good listener. And I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. Because, like, for the longest time, that was not me. I would literally interrupt my friends so much. And I hated that because I don't want to be that person. Like, if you're talking to me and I'm giving you my undivided attention, whether we're friends or not, or we're BFFs, or we're just getting to know each other, I don't want to cut you off. I want to listen to everything you have to say, and then I'll speak. Because I think that's how we can truly understand people better. If we let them just rant or vent or talk it out, and then we give our input. I think that's how, you know, the lines of communication will will be made a lot better. And so I think that's one of the best qualities we can have as friends, as, um, as people, is being good listeners, learning how to listen. It's a, just a really good quality to have in a friendship and having a friend and be able to be authentic and honest and raw. I cannot express how hard it's been sometimes to be vulnerable with my friends and because I think they're going to judge me. And even now, sometimes I have insecurities um, about myself and it ends up affecting my friendships with these people because I think they're against me and they're actually not. And, you know, sometimes we just need that reassurance that, you know, we're loved, we're valued, that this person respects us. And um, that comes from just having a really amazing group of people in your life. And um, 
just if something is bothering you um and you're friends with this person just talk it out hash it out talk it out you know i've always liked to just talk things out with people i know not everybody is confrontational and i know that talking things out with people can sometimes be scary but if we don't talk it out how do we ex- how do we expect to resolve anything you know i don't like to be passive as i've mentioned before i think passiveness is just it kills everything man and i've had my friends tell me like why are you being like this why are you being passive and they don't like it either so i think it's just so good that we're upfront and honest about anything that we're feeling and you know if they don't want to talk about whatever it is they're going through in the moment give them their space respect their space and once they're ready you can go in there and just love on them um i've learned that a lot i think that's another it's another thing that friendship has taught me is the importance of space sometimes in a friendship can be so important and space honesty everything mutual respect you know it's just so key to having a friendship and you know having a friendship is almost like having a plant <laughs> you know you got to you got to tend to it you got to water it you got to be gentle with it you got to be kind i remember in elementary school i would bully kids sometimes yes i was a bully at times I got bullied for a lot, but I was a bully at times and one of my counselors was like, "You attract more bees with honey than with vinegar." And I was like, "Yep. That's so true." Like, you know, attraction is a huge thing and if we are not attracting positivity and love and honesty, you know, we're not going to get that reciprocated back. So, that's all I wanted to say, guys. Sorry that that last segment cut off so abruptly. I'm so sorry about that again. But yeah, I cannot talk about an abide enough. It was just so wonderful and awesome and uh shout out to any of the people I met at Abide like Sarah, Jessica, Ben, Abby, Elise, Isaac, Hannah, JC, Emma, Abby. Uh Shout out to you all. Y'all were great. Y'all were awesome. Elliot, shout out to you. Um, it was so great meeting everybody. Like, there's so many people I'd abide. And I wish I literally could have just made friends with absolutely everybody. But uh, that would have been so hard. Because there was just so much going on. And I wish the retreat would have been longer. Because I feel like two days wasn't enough. But... Those two days were very impactful, and I truly enjoyed them a lot. So, yeah, my favorite part, though, that I have to say, go and this is going back to worship again, that night that we all went into that little room. Uh, well, it wasn't little. It was, it was a big room. But that night we went into that little assembly room, and we all just started worshiping, like, right after the main worship. Um, I remember like maybe like two hours into it um i was we were doing waymaker and i love waymaker it is such a good song um 
I know it in Spanish. So if y'all didn't know this, my first language is Spanish. I'm fully bilingual in Spanish and English. And um, I had the idea, because I know how to sing that song in Spanish and English, I had the idea of teaching all these Northern Texans Waymaker in Spanish. And I was like telling everybody, hey, who wants to learn it in Spanish? And they were all kind of looking at me like, what? Like, we're like from North Texas. Are you kidding? <laughs> but then they, you know, they caught, they caught on to it. They started like listening to me and they started singing it back to me. And they, everybody just started singing it in Spanish. And I just thought it was such a beautiful moment how God just works in that way, how he used me to break open that language barrier and teach people, you know, Spanish in a song, all for his glory. You know, I thought that was so beautiful and magical. And, you know, God literally can make, can overcome anything with, we can overcome anything with God. And it was just so powerful getting to see that. Like, I know it was such a small little fraction of a moment, but it was so great, so impactful. I had such a wonderful time at Abide. I just wish it, it would have been a lot longer. But, um, yeah, it was so absolutely great. Um, I can't talk about it enough. Uh, also, I just wanted to say out there, if you are struggling through stuff, you're, if you're going through some stuff, please, 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 as I've mentioned it before in this episode, but please seek out a group of friends. Please just go out there and and, and really try to get to know people and, and build this community and this connection with people. Um, I can't stress it enough. And I, I really just pray that God plants a seed of friendship in anyone that is going through something right now, because I feel like sometimes we all just need people to talk to. And even if it doesn't end up blossoming into a friendship, at least there's someone there we can talk to. I feel like friendship is just so important. Um, we never want to go through stuff alone. Um, so I just pray and hope that God plants that seed of friendship in, in you and whatever you may be going through. And, and you just learn that there's people that love and care about you out there. You just got to find them and make sure that, you know, you guys are in each other's lives and you keep each other accountable and just be there for each other. So just want to say thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, let me know what else you want to hear. Um, give me some feedback. Send me a voice message on here. And you could be featured in the next episode. You, you never know. You could be my next guest on here. You never know. The world is full of magical possibilities. But uh, next week's episode is going to be a continuation of the second episode, which is the complexities of modern dating. Um, it's going to be a part two. Um, and basically this one is going to be more focused on female statistics than male statistics, because I know uh, in the first segment of that episode, I only focused on male statistics and not really female statistics. So this one's going to be more about females and the compo 
the complexities of modern dating. So tune into that. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited to see what else I'm going to be conjuring up in this episode, in these podcast episodes, but yeah, I'm so excited. So anyways, uh, hope y'all have a wonderful morning, day, night, evening. Hope y'all have a blessed time. Um, yeah, go forth, prosper and God bless. I'll see y'all on the next one. Bye. Thank you.